Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. So today's episode is a little bit different because you voted online for today's topic and that's really important to me. It's really important to me to mention because I want to make sure that I am bringing you content that you can use here on the podcast on Dear Founder's Instagram and on the Lindsay Pinchuk Instagram handle. So many of you have told me that you're struggling with social media for your business. You don't know what to post. You're having technical issues like embracing all of the different platforms and then all of the different tools within each of the platforms. So I'm really trying hard to give you guys more information to create some tools and resources coming up. So stay tuned to help you out with this. But today I am aiming to get the creative juices flowing for you. You guys picked out of the three topics I said you asked for five things to post right now. And guess what? I'm going to give you 10. Actually, I'm going to give you 11. So get ready. But before we dive in, I just wanted to say hi. I'm your host, Lindsay Pinchuk. And for those of you who don't know me or who might be new around here, I have been building brands for 25 years. And I started my own company back in 2010 with just a $500 investment. I grew that company, which was a community for parents and parents-to-be, to reach 3 million users per month across multiple platforms and to generate seven figures in revenue for six years straight. I grew this business through partnerships with Target, Nordstrom, The Honest Company, and hundreds of other other brands. This was all before I led the company's acquisition to a large agency holding company in 2019. Two years later, I left and I exited with one goal, and that was really to support other female founders and women in business through their own entrepreneurship journeys. So today's episode is coming to you a little late because as a founder, like many of you, I kind of ran out of time this week and I want to be very transparent about that. It was all with good reason. I did something for myself. I spent the last two nights at a concert with one of my favorite performers, Matt Nathanson, and thus my days were cut short this week and I was trying to you know, get my kids ready for me to be out two nights and whatnot. But I share this with you because I want you to know that you need to do these things. You need to do things for yourself. You need to give yourself permission to do things that make you happy and to fill you up inside, outside of work. And it's okay if things happen late or things don't happen at all or you have to skip a post on social media. It is so important that you are continuing to fill yourself up and to do things that make you happy. So I just, I want to share that and I want to point that out. And for anyone who's wondering why this episode is late on Thursday, which usually it never is, that's why. And that's okay. So Thursday's episodes of Dear Founder are called Founder Files. It's a new format that we debuted earlier this year. And these episodes are really designed to move your business forward through a specific lesson and actionable tips that you can use and implement into your business. While there really is no blueprint for building or selling a business, I do hope that the information that I provide here gives you a lot to think about and really helps you to move the needle. If today's episode strikes a chord with you, it would mean so much to me if you shared it. You can put it in your stories on Instagram and tag at Lindsay Pinchuk or at Dear Founder or both. I always will come and say hi. I usually will reshare it. 
You can also leave a rating or review at ratethispodcast.com backslash dear founder. When you open it up, any of the podcast apps that you utilize will be right there waiting for you. It makes it super simple. It takes less than 30 seconds. It takes less than 30 seconds. And honestly, it means so much to a podcaster like me because that is how other people discover what we're saying here. The stories that we share, the information that we share really and truly is through the ratings and review. So thank you so much in advance. If you are able to do that, we are so appreciative. So like I said, you voted on today's episode and I hope that you walk away with some ideas of what to post on social media and how to work it for your own business. Yesterday, I recorded a very special follow-up episode of Dear Founder. Next Thursday, I'll be joined once again by Peloton's Jen Sherman, who won't be talking about her Peloton journey again, but will be talking about the imposter syndrome and apprehension she has using social media for her own personal brand and business gains. We're going to unpack her story. We're going to talk about what she's done to overcome this fear. And then you're going to hear me challenge her to do five easy tactics to, to help her build community and engagement over the next four weeks. It's a challenge that all of you will be able to do along with Jen and me, and we're going to be holding each other accountable. So I want you to make sure that you tune in. But for now, I want to give you some ideas to get your creative juices flowing as we move into the second quarter of the year in a few short weeks so that you can have what to post on social media. And these are in no particular order. They're just thought starters and ideas. So number one, post your story. I cannot emphasize this enough. One of the first steps that I take in all of my classes with any of my students, as well as all of my clients, both one-on-one and my my one-on-one coaching and my consulting clients where I do the work for them, is we really pin down their story. Who are they? What do they do? How do they do it? And the most important, why? It is your story that builds connection with your community. It is your story that helps others to understand why you do what you do and it draws them to you. Your story is what magnetizes yourself to to the right customer and it is really really important that you share it I always tell my clients that they have to share their story at least once a month without fail and it's something that I do too I reintroduce myself there are new followers there are people who might not have seen your story previously but you want to share your story you can share it in a post on your Instagram with a picture you can share it in a reel. You can share it in your stories. You can reshare it to LinkedIn. You can share it to Facebook. You can do a TikTok. There are so many different ways that you can share your story. I just highly encourage you to share it every single month. There you go. There's one post, if not more, because you can repurpose it. Number two, spring cleaning tips. And when I say spring cleaning, I don't mean spring cleaning as in your mop and broom and vacuum. Okay. This is just kind of a metaphor. Everyone does some sort of spring cleaning, whether it's mental spring cleaning or you do some kind of organizing to further your business. What are you doing right now to, quote, spring clean in order to further your cause, whether it's in business or personal? And you know what? If you do post for business, it is also really important that you kind of pull back the curtain sometimes and share those personal stories. And this is a great example of something that you can be doing as a business owner or a founder And you can share that with your community as to how you're furthering yourself. So take on that spring cleaning metaphor and apply it to yourself, to your business, and share something. Number three, 
you can share how you're preparing for something. So how are you preparing for spring break, for summer, for Q2 and Q3? You pick. You are always preparing for something. There's always something that's coming up tomorrow, next week, next month, in a few months. There is no better piece of content than by being forthcoming and sharing how it is that you're preparing for this. If it is a spring break trip, what are you packing? How are you getting to the airport? Where are you going? How are you encouraging your kids to do X, Y, and Z if you're a mom? You know, there are a lot of different things that go into preparing. It could be, how are you preparing for dinner tonight? And that's something that I have shared so many times on my Instagram handle as a busy working mom. How am I making dinner? Well, this is how. And I'll share that. So how are you preparing for it? That's the prompt. That's the prompt. You need to pick what it is that you're preparing for. And it could be more than one thing. Number four, go behind the scenes. People want to peek behind the curtain. They want to see what you do. They want to see how you do it. They want to see your everyday life. So take them there. Whether it's at work or whether it's at home, share it. Share how you get things done. Share videos of your family, of your team. Um, You don't have to share things that are going to compromise your security or compromise Um, You know, you, you might, there are things you might not want to share on Instagram and I don't share a lot of things on Instagram, but take people behind the scenes. And I, and I especially encourage you to do that if you have a office or a place where your team goes to work or you go to work every day, people like to see how they get things done. Show the office space, show the the water cooler, show the conference room, show those things. People want to see behind the scenes. And that is such great, powerful content and especially content that comes up really, really engaging in a reel or in a video or a TikTok. You know, that is, people want to see the visual aspect. And, um, you know, I will share, and you'll hear me and Jen talk about this next week. I told Jen she needed to film more at Peloton Studios when she was going in and teaching. And this week she posted a couple of behind-the-scenes videos, She was in someone's behind the scenes video and those things matter. People want to see those things. So absolutely take people behind the curtains so that they can see what it is that you do and how it is that you do it. Number five, your favorites, whether it's your TV shows, your podcasts, books for fun, books for business, share a list of those things. And right there, I just gave you one, two, three, four ideas of posts that you can share. So every week you could do a favorites post and you could do a carousel. A carousel is where you post 10 images and people can slide through those images by swiping, right? They swipe to the left. You know what I'm talking about. You could do my eight favorite books, my eight favorite podcasts, whatever it is. You can share a graphic, you can share an image. And the most important thing that you need to do is to tag, tag the author, tag the podcast, tag the host, tag the show, tag any actors or actresses. You never know who's going to share it. You never know. So I would absolutely encourage you to share your favorites because whether you are a business owner, whether you are a personal brand, whether you're just posting for fun, People want to hear that. They want recommendations from other people. And that is such easy, shareable content that you can post and you can get a lot of mileage out of. You can also turn it into a reel where you show 
you know, you do like videos or images of books or shows or whatever it might be. And you can have a video of that. There are so many different ways. Get creative and know there is not one right way to post. Number six, your biggest successes of the first quarter. What are you most proud of? It doesn't have to be work related. It could be personal. Something that you are really, really proud to have accomplished in January, February, or March this year. Share about it. And you can share about it multiple times. You can share about it in a reel that's face to camera. You can share about it in a post that's maybe a quote that supports whatever it is that you did. You could share about it in your stories, but share. And I think it's really important to note that it is okay to share the successes and you should not be holding back. You should not be too shy to do that because people connect with that. They want to hear what you are doing and it also builds your credibility. Don't be afraid to shine. Do not be afraid to shine. And on that note, share content where other people are shining, where you see your friends and coworkers, partners post about where they've shined over the last few months or whatever it might be. Share that content. We need to be lifting each other up. We need to be supporting each other. And on that note, number seven is share lessons that you learned in the first quarter. We're about to wrap up Q1. What are some of the top lessons that you learned coming out of the first quarter of 2023? And I have to point out, we are in a really different time right now in business. We are coming off of three years of a global pandemic. Many of us were home. Many of us have maybe gone back hybrid to an office. Many of us have made changes and shifts. There are lessons that you've learned. There are things that are coming out of this time. There are always lessons that you're learning. But I, I can think of so many things that that I've realized. You know, it doesn't have to be a lesson. It could also just be a realization. Whatever it is, share it. Because that is a way to connect with people. And I guarantee you, if you've learned something or realized something, there are so many people out there that have also learned and realized the same thing and maybe just aren't saying it. So be the one to say it. Be the one to say it to attract that person to you so that you can have an online conversation about it. You can bring up your engagement. You can meet new people online. There are so many things that can come from content like that. Number eight, share a sneak peek of what's to come in the second quarter or a new product or offering that you're going to launch. You know, if you're a business, you usually have new things coming down the pipeline. You usually have new offerings. You might have a sale coming up. It could really be anything, but do a teaser. Do Share a sneak peek. Do something fun to get people excited and engaged and also watching and waiting what it is that you have coming down the pipeline. People want to know, and I think that there's no better way than to lob it to them softly and to do a little sneak peek. And it, and it helps to get people really excited and then people are paying attention to your social media and to what you might have coming up. But you, but you know, when you give them a sneak peek, you're kind of letting them in a little bit, but you're not giving them the full thing. I have a client who is launching a new community and she's launching a community um, within her area of expertise for a certain niche. And she has been teasing it online for over eight weeks and she has built an amazing email list from this tease. So she will share in her stories. She will share in posts. This is what I have coming. I have something fun coming for X, Y, and Z profession. You're going to want to get in on this. Sign up to be on the wait list. She has built an incredible list just from these posts, and she probably posts on it a few times a week. So this is something that is so important if you have something new coming up. 
Don't just launch when it launches. Give the sneak peek. Number nine, share customer profiles or testimonials or letters that people have written you. You know, there is nothing better than when you get a text or a DM or an email from a client telling you or a customer telling you that whatever it is that you provide has changed their life or has done something positive for them. And if they choose to share that with you, ask them if you can share it because it humanizes your whole process and it brings light to what it is that you're doing and it shows people that you know how to do what it is that you do. And it brings other people into the, into the equation, right? It's not just you talking about your products or services. It's people saying, this is how I benefited from what you offered. I also would say, if you do get a DM or a text or an email, take a screenshot and share the raw screenshot. Don't, you don't have to brand it up. You, know, you don't have to put it on an asset that has your colors and logo because it doesn't look as authentic. You can do that later. You can share it another time. You can use it on your website, whatever it might be. But sometimes that raw image, that screenshot really goes a long way. And I just had a client of mine that I said to, I said to her, I don't think that you've gone in your like other folder on, on Instagram in a really long time. And I said, so why don't you go into that other folder and see if people have posts, have sent you messages about how they've connected with you. And let's put those into some kind of carousel or let's put those into some kind of post because that really drums up your engagement with your community. In addition to kind of those letters, if you do have official testimonials, share them, you know, maybe once a week. I think it's a great idea to share a testimonial. And then the other thing is, is you can profile your customers. If you have great customers that have been you know, patronizing your business or that have seen great success, ask them if you can ask them a few questions and don't necessarily share a testimonial, but share about them, talk about them. And you can ask in one of the questions, what, what has my business been able to help you do? But profile who they are, what they do, you know, what they like to do in their free, free time, humanize them. And that's great content for you to share. Number 10, profile your partners. So if you have other service providers that you use or tools that you can't do business without, share them. I know I have two business partners. One is a my podcast producer, and I'm going to be going on their podcast. They're going to be coming on Dear Founder, and we are profiling each other because we have businesses that reach very similar communities, and we want to be able to share each other's services. So that's one. And then another is I use a really awesome bookkeeping service that um, really specializes in helping solopreneurs and content creators. And we are sharing profiles of each other as well. And I have asked her to come on Dear Founder and um, hopefully I will be on her podcast as well. We're still working out the details, but you know, th- that's a really great way to get exposure to someone else's community and to also get content. So you know, I know I can't live without my podcast producer or my bookkeepers, so there's no reason why I wouldn't want to share them and let others utilize their services, which it's great for them. And it also gives me content, right? And then number 11 is throwbacks. So what's coming up in your business that you've done before? I think that, you know, throwbacks can be a lot of different, can can be shown in a lot of different ways, but a couple of different ways, like, you know, think about what's 
coming up in your business that you've done before and look back to pictures of you doing it in the past and talk about how that whatever it is has evolved and I will give you an example at Bump Club we used to host an event called Best of Bump Club every single year it was our biggest event and leading up to every year we would post pictures of the years prior and we would talk about this is how it's evolved. This is what's changed. Throw back to when we used to only be in one room to show what the growth was. Throw back to when we used to only, you know, have 100 people attend and now we have 500, whatever it is. And we used to share those pictures and people loved to see how the event evolved. You know, you also can share throwbacks of you personally to your first jobs, to times when you were a child that maybe you learned a lesson. I often share pictures of myself at camp and I talk about how summer camp shaped me to be the person that I am and the leader that I am today. I will share pictures of you know me and my grandfather and talk about lessons that my grandfather shared with me. Whatever it is that's going on in time around, you know, whatever is happening now that you can share personally and sh- and really tie the throwback to your business. I think it's a really powerful and important piece because you're letting people see your history. You're letting people see how you've evolved and that you're not just this one trick pony that's showed up overnight and been a success. And you can also demonstrate lessons that you've learned. You can also talk about, um, you know, bumps in the road from previous experiences. There are so many different things that you can talk about from a throwback. And I really want you to think about that. Like, I hope that this this like jogged your memory and really started getting some some of the juices flowing. Right. So those are my 11 tips of things that you could post right now. And I do hope, like I said, that this is getting the juices flowing, that you're thinking about things that you can be sharing and posting. I don't want you to be stuck. And one of my greatest tips for not being stuck is I always keep a um, yellow post-it, the digital version, the post-it on my desktop of my computer. And then it's also synced to my phone. And I have a note that says content ideas. And when I think of something that I want to post or share about, I list it. And that way, when I'm creating content for my own business and I'm strategizing for the week, I can look at that list and say, oh, okay, that would be a great post for today. That would be a great post for next week, whatever it is that's coming up. But that way I always have something to post. I always have something to share. There's never a shortage of, of ideas because I am keeping a running tab of ideas. So I hope that you found this helpful. If you did, please let me know. Please let me know what you want to hear more of. And please make sure that you tune in next Thursday because we are going to take this conversation to the next level with Peloton's Jen Sherman as we are going to talk to her about her own platform and the strategies and tips that she's using to grow it, to come out of this rut of not posting, to stop being embarrassed, and to really embrace social media for her own personal brand and her business, which I am really hoping you will continue to do and do more and evolve because as you will hear her say, and this is something I know, but she really solidifies it in the podcast, you just have to get started. So I want to help you take that step. I want to help you take that leap to get to where you need to be to use these platforms that are free for your business. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. I hope you found this helpful and I can't wait to see you next week. Tune in on Tuesday and Thursday for all new episodes of Dear Founder.